Dicey Performance is recorded at Umeå Folkuniversitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the prestigious, prestigious, esteemed Dicey Performance Apocalypse World. Hosted by none other than your glamorous, gloomerous, gluttonous host, Jakob Savstan. And with me, I have my esteemed star-spangled cast consisting of... Jens Gabrielsson. Verona Kritt. Alexander Steen. Angela DeFries. Welcome, welcome. It is an honor to have the four of you here tonight. Mm. I know, right? Fair. <laughs> it's an honor having to you too. Can we okay. cut oh. that member in post? You want to cut your member in post? <laughs> that member, not mine. You know, pointing in a audio-only <laughs> forum. I... Listen, I was dropped on my head as a child. <laughs> Listen... A child was dropped on my head. <laughs> it was a bit of a mid-air baby collision. <laughs> that's, um, the, tra- the traffic control over neonatal is awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dang, guys. Y'all need therapy. So does it cutting your member in post mean you're going to mail your dick to someone? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the updated Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... <laughs> an analog dick pic. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well then. Welcome to Dicey, y'all. Welcome to Dicey Performance, led by professional actors. <laughs> um, speaking of professional actors and people who act professionally, uh, let's talk about last um, the last episode. Anyone wanna wanna summarize what was going on? Bright Spider went all Elsa and Icy and Fluffy Betty Jr., Francoise, and Cindy went on an adventure to get guns. Guns. And also encountered a weird creature with three eyes and sharp ass teeth. Yeah. And Fluffy Betty's doing fine, I assume. Yes. She, yeah. <laughs> she, she can't do it poorly. She's the starring lead in Gun with the Wind. <laughs> You know, you know. Honestly, though, I I like the David Fincher approach to uh, to Fluffy Betty much better. You know, Gun Girl. <laughs> Come on, rule of threes. Anyone else got a gun pun? Uh, bang. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, so that's what happened in the last episode. I think we should. Uh, so. To actually more seriously summarize, Bright Spider is summoning an undead frost army. And the people are rejoicing as he is doing it, as a big celebration broke out on the square. Where do we want to start with today's episode? I think we should just jump in. Who wants to start off? So, uh, are we still in the in the catacombs? I would assume so. Yes. I love that you're calling them the catacombs. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! The culverts. <laughs> the the deep dark tunnels. Bones are piled everywhere. Actually. I mean, we fade from our intro, and we see the the sporadic flashing of torchlights as you have entered another chamber. These tunnels are connected in this almost web-like pattern uh, with massive chambers interspersed within them. And as you flash, uh, as you look into this room, who is who's taking the lead out of the the adventurers? 
That's what I'm calling the three of you now. I don't know. Yes. Three musketeers. So uh, I think I'm walking in the front yeah. talking to uh, Hellbor. Yeah. And I'm trying to convince her uh, to not kill Betty. Let's let's hear that <laughs> argument then. So about what happened in the basement earlier. Mm-hmm. Are you really going to kill Betty? That woman murdered the prophet. An eye for an eye. She's not the one who gave the order. Is that so? That is so. That's what I've heard. And I have solid info. And who would you say gave that order then? So, from what I've been told, Bright Spider was the one who ordered the mm. assault. The spider is also on our list. Betty just did what she was paid to do. Many people do what they are paid to do. It doesn't make their act any less theirs. We are all always given a choice. She chose to pull the trigger. Betty's a good person. (laughs) She doesn't deserve this. Who are you to judge who does and does not deserve these people? And, and she, like, swoops her arm, indicating the, like, eight fire cultists, who I assume are, like, a little bit behind you, deserve justice. Their hearts were, re- uh, were wrenched out of their chest the moment she pulled that trigger. What if we could help you get your justice on the person who actually deserves it? In what way can you help us kill the spider? In whatever way I can. She- I have resources. You are trying to manipulate. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, roll to manipulate. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's not uh, good. What's your hot? Uh, plus two, so it's eight. Oh, okay. That's not as terrible as it could have been. So so she she looks to, to the other fire cultists, and she looks to you, and she says... Vague promises are all well and good, but I know that your loyalties lie with this woman, this betrayer. Why should we trust you in this? I just want what's best for the hold. You're part of the hold. I just want to keep the peace. Is that, like, out of game, is that true? Yeah, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of, thanks. Essentially. She looks at you, like squints a little bit, and she says, we will see where your loyalties truly lie, but my hand is off the knife for now. I, however, do not speak for these other eight. Well, that's something, at least. Good. And and she, she like, takes a couple of steps forward, and that's when you enter this, like, large chamber. Uh, and as you do, you see that it has a bunch of... Uh, it's it's like a, a spherical, like, dome-shaped room. And scattered about are clear, like, char markings on the ground from where, like, fire pits have been. And stripped-out hospital beds are scattered around with, like, blank different blankets on top of them and... Uh, you see, like, there's a lot of food scraps and, and like, p- plastic wrapping lying around almost everywhere. Like, 
it's very clear that people either have or are living here. And you have entered parts of the culverts that nobody has been in, as far as you know, like, since ever. So do I, uh, do I see anyone else around? Do you want to, uh, do you want to give me that uh, sharp roll? Oh yeah, I suppose. Oh god, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, four. So you, I love when people roll terribly in Apocalypse World. This is gonna be great. Um, so you take a couple of steps forward, like you're looking around, see if you can see anybody. And we just, as the music in this room like slowly swells, we see like you're you're walking around with the flashlight, and you turn around, and you're looking at one of these fire pits, and we just see from behind you. On top of one of these hospital beds, a blanket is slowly being scuffed aside, and you get jumped from behind. Shit. Uh, by another of these, like, feral creatures. Uh, the rest of you guys all see this happen. So can I shoot? Uh, well, first, you're going to be jumped. Uh, yeah. So um, what what do you do when you, like, you, you, you get, like, that last snap second... Like, you hear the rattling of the hospital bed as this creature leaps off of it onto you. Uh, I just scream, help! All and right. I, <laughs> and I draw, uh, reach for my uh, knife. All right, act under fire. Roll plus cool. Oh, God, that's terrible. Uh, three. <laughs> Be prepared for the worst, it says. And I think the worst here is pretty clear uh, what it's going to be. Uh, this creature lands on you and, and just takes a big slash out of you do you have any armor on you whatsoever uh, i don't think so all right uh so you take two harm and i need you to make the harm roll and this is the one where you want it low okay here we go come on dice ah! <laughs> oh my god 11 <laughs> so we're here now this creature hits you, uh, you land on the ground, and as you hit the ground, you feel like your skull hitting the, the cement floor, and like the clear crack of a concussion. Your eyes go blurry, and it is a lot worse than you thought. Take one more harm. Now you can shoot. Oh, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> now the shot is clear? Uh, I mean, clear-ish. Yeah. Okay, clear enough, though. Yeah. I think you can sucker this creature, uh, which is the like attacking, attacking un unexpected. So hard. Uh, I, um, do I do something? Well, so uh, yeah, you're going aggro. So roll plus hard. So that's um, ten. <laughs> oh well, that's good. Yeah. That's the one you want. A bullet shot like echoes in this dome. As the creature who has just pounced on Francois, um, like, splays out on the ground, clearly dead from... Like, which weapon are you using in this situation? Oh no, that means I have no one weapons. Well, the one that goes from close by. Uh, so, like, the assault? It's yeah, like an the SMG? Yeah. Yes. I don't know what it's called. What, what does it say? Silent sniper, that's a sniper. It's a sniper, yeah. Yeah, that's from far away. All right. Do you yeah. have one more gun, though. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Here, auto fire. It's, yeah. It's it's actually silent. You can't hear it. Oh okay. So we just, just so you know. we just hear the like um, 
rather like silenced pistol shots and this creature gets hit like four or five times and splays out on the ground uh but as it does a lot of these other beds and these yeah. other blankets get disturbed uh as these as other of these creatures start rising the trap is sprung the ambush is here uh francois is laying as bait in the middle of the room uh betty i'm oh, not betty sorry cindy <laughs> jesus names yeah uh what do you do i immediately go into fighting mode and pull out my knives and help out as much as i can okay what does that look like what do you do so these creatures are like coming out of most everywhere you see at least like 10 15 of them in this room is there anyone attacking me not right now as they've all just like sprung out okay so i protect the people closest to me which is the fire cultists yeah and i try and help like fend them off okay uh so you're using your gang as a weapon then because this is a gang that you have control over yeah so you can make a you can make a battle move with that let's see if i have okay. the, the battle cheat so here's here's what you can choose to do right yeah uh, you can lay down fire, which is basically like start at- like command these people to start attacking, like starting a brawl, essentially. You can stand overwatch, which is like taking a defensive position, and as soon as someone makes a move, you hit them back. Okay. Or you can keep an eye out, uh, which is basically you're, you're, buffing, um, you're buffing another player's next move in this fight. Like, like that's the... That's the you, the uh, laying down fire or standing overwatch is using your gang, whereas keeping your eye out is like the gang does what they whatever they want. You choose to assist another PC. So, do you want to take the offense, defense, or assist the PC? Mm, I'll take assist the PC because Francois seems to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so roll plus sharp. I got a eight. You got an eight. Yeah. Uh, so you get you get to do two of these things. You can you can buff an attack. So like you can be like Francois attack that one, and they get uh, and Francois gets a bonus. Mm. Uh, you can give uh, you can order them to do something another PC to do something else than attack, and they get a bonus to that, like run away or whatever. Essentially, okay. Um, you can make it so that uh, a person deals more damage to an enemy. And you can make it so that a ally takes less damage from an enemy. And you can do two of these. Shit. So command to fight, command to do something else than fight, have them do more damage, or have them take less damage. I'm going to go with have them do more damage. And who are you allowing to do more damage? Like the enemy. No, like, um, no. <laughs> like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> what? what is this? No, the, the enemy ambush. gets more damage. And the enemy takes, yeah, the enemy yes. takes, yeah, but you're buffing an ally. So are you allowing Francois to deal more damage or Betty to deal more damage? I'm, I'm just going to say that Betty is a better yeah, fighter. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Betty. She's more gun. Sorry, Francois. Yeah. yeah. And, and which is the other one? Which other one of these are you going to do? So Betty's going to deal more damage. Yeah. And and then you oh, can also shit. tell Betty to attack. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Attack, attack. Like So so what does this what does this look like? Like you see something that Betty doesn't. So and and given and you give an order based on it. So what is it you see here? Um so she's already fighting off someone, but like from behind her, from like a dark, dusty ass corner, I see this other creature just creeping up behind her with like razor sharp nails. Mm-hmm. And so I just scream at Betty to watch out because there's someone coming behind behind her. I'm like, behind you. Alright, and Betty, you, you hear this and you can turn around and open fire again. Yes. Which I assume you do. I uh, definitely do, yes. Yeah, so you have a plus one on this roll. Um, like, you add your stat and then you add another plus one. And it's another hard roll. Um, that's eight. That's eight. So they are gonna... Okay, so you start firing, and as you are firing, like, you shoot this one down, it takes a... Like, they don't have a lot of hit points. So, like, you kill it, you turn around, you kill another one, and you start noticing pretty quickly that these creatures have realized that you are the biggest threat, and they are... um, They are trying to stay out of your way. Like, you are not being attacked by any of them. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Francois, what are you doing? Well, I'm uh, uh, I'm trying to get to my feet and trying to fight back. Okay. You want to you wanna just get in a fight? Yeah. Okay. Let's do sing. You, you get into single combat then. Right. Roll plus hard. Fuck. Oh, jeez. Uh, plus four. Plus four. Uh, so... Um, you you exchange harm. Um, you take another two harm. Oh boy! But you manage to kill the creature. Uh, so so what does this look like? I stab him in the gut. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so this creature like comes at you, uh, like jumps, screaming, and you just like knife out. But as you see, as you like pierce them, their claws have pierced you in in return. Um, uh, make another harm move with plus two for the two harm you just took. Let me just point out, Francois is down on one health. Whoa. All right. Because you've taken five harm, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, shit. I thought one more harm and Francois dies. Don't die. No. I will murder you. Roll, my boy. Roll, roll low. That's a nine. Uh, no, it's a, it's a seven. No, oh, shit. It's nine. It's nine. Although seven or nine are... You know the same in in the sense of uh, of the harm move. On a seven to nine, you lose your grip on what you're holding. Uh, you 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 get the knife in. Uh, this person stabs you back. You fall backwards. You've lost your knife. You have no weapon. Okay. Um, so you are you are unarmed in the middle of the field. So I just try to scramble backwards. Get to the. To the back of the room. Yeah. Uh, uh, into the group. Yeah. I think it's it's Betty's turn now. Because we've done Betty, Cindy, uh, Francois. Because Betty acted with Cindy's turn. So, yeah. So, Francois is looking real fucking hurt. He's in the middle of the room trying to scramble out of the fight. Meanwhile, you're blasting these creatures left, right, and center. Like, I'm being cool. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> is there a way for me to get to Francois? Uh, you can absolutely try to, to get to Francois. Do you want to um, defend? You want to defend someone else from attack. I assume is what you're trying yeah. to do here. So roll plus hard. Okay, that's twelve. Oh Jesus, <laughs> great. Okay, 
So you get to pick three out of these four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do a lot of damage to your enemy. Mm-hmm. You can take less damage from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make sure that Francois will no longer be harmed by the enemy. Mm-hmm. And you can impress, frighten, or dismay the enemy. You get okay. to pick three out of these four. So I definitely want to do the one with Francois. Okay, yeah. So Francois, like, he stumbles over the battlefield. And what do you do to, like, ensure his safety here? Do you just, like, grab him and put him behind you? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no need to be, like, nice and delicate about it. <laughs> just, like, quick and quick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, and then the other one will be, um, I think, the first one. Uh, get, deal, deal, deal more damage. No, but get control of the situation or isn't in it. Uh, no, this is instead of get control of the situation, you got control of Francois's oh, life. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so yeah. Well done. I need a small compliment in between, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that's how it works. Thank you. Okay, and then the other one, deal a lot of harm. Deal, you, yeah. So you deal a lot of harm, and yeah. you have one more left. You can take little harm, or you can frighten the enemy. The enemy is already frightened of you, though. Then I will get less harm. Yeah. Because uh, I'm already paying. So make the harm move with zero, because you have armor, so you take no damage from these creatures. Nine. Nine. Oh, great. Uh, where was that? You miss noticing something important. Uh, is the result of this harm move. So you get out there into the field, like start blasting people down. But what you don't notice is that when you were where you were at before, you were keeping Cindy safe. (laughs) And you've lost track of that. And now Cindy is the main target of these last few aggressors. Cindy, it is your turn and you are being targeted. Nice. What do you do? I fucking fight for my life. You want to you just, like, absolutely scrap with these people? I like, mean... Because you have a knife, right? So you, you are in melee combat, essentially. Yeah, like, I have a few knives. Not one. <laughs> you have, have, a, a you have a lot of knives. Yes. Uh, um, all right. Mm. So let's do, let's do single combat for you. Okay. Roll plus hard. That's seven and two... Do I count the experience points as well? You get an experience point every time you roll hard if you have it highlighted. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, then never mind. Uh, then it's uh, nine. Nine. All right, awesome. You get to pick one of these. You take less damage or you deal more damage? I deal more damage. Okay. Uh, you take two harm. So what happens here is that some of the last few ones, like... They were holding off because Cindy was, uh, like, Fluffy Betty was close to you. But now that Cindy is all on her own, uh, uh, three of them pounce you and you start, like, fighting back. And because of your, like, deal extra harm, you manage with your knife to, like, cut them down. But they manage to cut into you as well. So you take two harm from these slashy creatures. Okay. And I need you to make the harm move with, so roll two dice and add plus two. You want as low as possible here. I'm trying to figure out if yeah, that's a uh, fucking ha 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 eleven. Oh Jesus! Wait and and plus harm. Plus two. Plus fuck. And that's a thirteen on the harm move. God fuck. <laughs> I mean, thank God I have my creme brulee flame thing, you know. Well, you don't have like you spent a charge. Of, you spent one charge to to oh, heal. Yeah. You don't like. It's not. Unless you have more barter to throw around, it's not working anymore. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Uh, but you take uh, you take an additional harm. It's worse than it looks. You take three harm in total. 
But in this final sweep, you manage to cut down the last of these. We see the fire cultists, like, finishing up the job with some other ones. But, uh, like, Fluffy Betty's in the middle of the room, like, standing as a towering giant over a bleeding out Francois. And we, we just see Cindy, like, pull the knife out of the last of them. Woo. Well done. Thank you. I rush over to see how Francois is doing. Oh, Francois yeah, is doing terribly. Yeah, I'm trying to stop my own bleeding. Uh, mm. I presume it's not going so great. No. Uh, let's just talk about degrees of harm. Yeah. Francois will get worse. Like, you, you walk over to him. Or actually, you know, let's cut the scene here. We'll come back to you. And, and we, can, we can talk about it more. Because that was a pretty drawn out fight scene yeah. well fucking done you guys thank you fucking like like i just imagine fluffy betty as this like towering gun giant yeah <laughs> yes very much so our audio mixer just held up the uh the doom uh, <laughs> picture yes that i can't believe sweet stab the doom slayer <laughs> <laughs> so fucking hardcore um Anyways, meanwhile, elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, at another location. Um, would this be uh, would this be cutting back to me, the darling bright spider? Yes. Moments after the entire, uh, what shall we say, enlightening of the uh, the bombed out city of uh, of Umil. Yeah. So Un- unless unless you want to unless you want to jump forward a few hours, I, I'd like to jump forward a little bit. Yeah, um, because Bright Spider would have essentially nabbed everything he could from that location. All the all the delightful new followers, and I did have one question because l- last roll on this, uh, they brought forward to Bright Spider all their precious things. Yes, would they have like? Uh, an item or two potentially that he might be i think you can add three barter and you can use barter as we've seen before Mm -hmm. to like turn it into whatever uh well uh, i think uh i think i've turned that into two things first of all a gun (laughs) because i've used one gun this entire adventure and it has been returned to fluffy betty jr (laughs) it's supposed to rightful owner Mm -hmm. definitely because she is terrifying, and Bright Spider knows that. Uh, and the and another piece of that has gone into the investment of some armor, mm-hmm. because Bright Spider is aware. Tell of, tell me about your armor. It is a lot more for design than it is for uh, genuine protection. It is like layers and layers of like plaques. Mm-hmm. Uh, metal plaques with uh, hastily cobbled together iconography that he has been uh, uh, requisitioning as best he can. It's it's very crude, but he thinks it uh, it has a certain aura of reverence around it. Mm-hmm. He I'm not so sure ne- sure everyone else agrees, but you know, fashion. So you have one armor now. Then. Yes, uh, one armor and a gun. It's perfect. Yes, <laughs> with permission, it'll be a sawed off shotgun called negotiations <laughs> because negotiations are short <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, yes mm-hmm. uh, and uh, returning now bright spider has once more called his congregation 
after they've been uh, they've rested they've attended to the tasks they've seen that the the plant itself their new church is doing well and that kickshirt doesn't have anything to worry about he intends to draw upon them once more because when he left he made one very clear and ominous warning to the people that didn't see fit to immediately join this uh, uh, ice-armed whacknut, which is there will be a sign of displeasure. Mm-hmm. He made that very clear. The the being he follows, the will, the truth, is not pleased with how people have been living and the reliance on fire, and it will make it known. So you are marching with an army of, of these, like, frost dead mm-hmm. back to the... Uh, Cathedral. Yes. We just see you. We, we get the full white walkers in the snow mm-hmm. in the woods around Nidala. Mm-hmm. As, as these grayened ones uh, march mm. beside you. He, I do take a very noticeable pass past the, the hard holds on my way back. The, mm. the, like the return of this with a giant creature, like unholy creature and these shuffling gray corpses, that is a display of strength. And I think we see Camo from one of the windows of the, um, the hospital uh, as, as she like looks down with a clear like eyes of fear, mm-hmm. uh, but as you uh, and and the same, we get the same as one of uh, Kickshirt's like right hand men also watch mm. you walk past, eager to run back to their master to tell them what the fuck just <laughs> happened. <laughs> I've either had something I shouldn't have or something's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, and so I return to my cathedral. And uh, waiting for me is, of course, the one, the only, Jeff. As the big man himself. The big man himself, as I have had him prepare the uh, the congregation for my return. For it is about time we inform the people that the will of the divine is not so easily questioned as to just remain passive. And this is this is going to take place in the center of this grand cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, there are scrawlings. Whether these, this is language or of importance, or whether people have just put what they think looks good there, is very hard to tell. Uh, and once more, people are gathering. This time, however, they are they are just disrobed. It is warm inside for them for them to just shed any kind of any kind of protective gear. So everyone's standing around naked, or uh, let's say underwear for for the PG thirteen. <laughs> PG thirteen. <laughs> We're not we're not savages. Uh, I think the first scene in the first episode had the fire cultists naked, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Carry, carry on. <laughs> Frost cult is like the second scene had Cindy having sex with Jeff. <laughs> Post portal. <laughs> nice. Um, but yes, and they're standing around, and once more they link they link arms in a great circle. As bright spider i don't join the circle but i rather stand above them at the pulpit and uh, i join in this chanting it's not really a language or anyone saying things it's essentially people making what they assume to be is appropriate noises like Mm -hmm. trying to like sound mysteriously chanting which like, on its own would be ridiculous, but together forms this just like droning basal noise that fills out this entire echoing area. Yeah. 
as bright spider goes out and he holds he holds his hand out over the portion of the burning lake that is allowed in here that is was intentional intended to be a sacrificial pit for him at one point mm-hmm. but now serves a better purpose and uh, he is going to expose himself to this fire reaching down towards it and once more attempt to tap into this great psychic maelstrom that rages okay <laughs> roll weird <laughs> Uh, that is going to be a nine. Excellent. What is it you want to do? And I'm going to do two things. Well, I get to pick one and then I get to pick one. And the yes. first one is I'm going to isolate and contain a fragment of the world's psychic maelstrom itself. And the second is that it'll persist for a while without me actively maintaining it. This uh, means I want to point out uh, that it is not neither this move is neither stable nor contained and will have bleeding effects. Yeah, I, I'm fully aware. <laughs> yeah, and what I'm going to isolate is the river. Okay. Excuse me, what? I'm going to isolate the psychic river of fire from the maelstr- psychic maelstrom. So putting you... out the flame and. Honestly, I'm very curious to happen when this massive body of water freezes and there are tunnels running under it that might be interacting with other people. So fun. Here's what we see happening. You hold your hand out over this piece of fire and from your fingertips form strands of ice that dance floating under your hand, creating a crystal shard that then falls gently like a leaf into the piece of the burning lake and as it does we from your perspective and from the perspective of the followers we see this crackling in this little part of the fire and then you hear the thunderous noise coming from outside as suddenly the shores of Ume Elven uh, start cascading down snow and the very fiery river starts to freeze over the fire goes out completely and instead it forms a sheet of perfectly clear crystalline reflective black glass. As suddenly a silence falls over Umio that has not been heard in many, many years as the eternal flame of the river grows quiet. In the tunnels below... So, Cindy, you run up to Francois. Yeah. And you see he is bleeding out. And yeah. he will get worse, not better, unless he is given proper medical care. What's happening, Miss Weave? Why, why is it so cold? Uh, don't worry. It's, it's going to be okay. Am I dying? No, no. No, you're fine. It's, it's going to be okay. Just deep breaths. I'm here. It's okay. I I I rip off the a large portion of my shirt and tie it tightly around his wounds and and try to do something. So where exactly am I hurt? Uh you are like you have been pierced through the chest at several places. You have a concussion as the back of your head is like cr- like you are bleeding from the back of your head and you have like both pierce marks and claw marks all over. How deep are they? 
pretty deep. Okay, and by proper medical attention, like what? But you, you need to get him out of the catacombs. Like, we need to leave quickly. Or someone needs to leave with him. Not ev- not everybody needs to leave. There's still guns down in these here catacombs. I think, Betty, are you up to... Do you want to go ahead with this? I don't think Francois can take more. I could also be the one who walks him home. Or stumbles. Also, is this the moment to mention that I also have an angel kit? Do you have it? <laughs> <laughs> you have. I do. <laughs> How many charges do you have? Two. It is n- like... It's uh, not enough, right? It's not enough to... St- well, if you succeed twice, you can keep him from actively bleeding out. Yes. It's two consecutive rolls, and if you fail either of them... But you can try it. I mean, I have to try it. Yeah. I cannot not try it. There's too much pressure. (laughs) Roll plus sharp twice. Plus sharp. And you need 10 or better on both of these rolls. Oh, no, not at all. Do you want to... Yeah, you failed the first one. Yeah. You see, like, what, what kind of medical attention are you trying to give here? Like, what do you have? I don't know. Well, I'm trying to bandage up something and disinfected yeah it's like he is he is bleeding a lot like several major veins are are punctured your bandages are not helping because i'm not a medical expert at all so like that's it yeah i don't know what to do so do i now have to roll again or do i just i mean if you roll again you can you can save him a hurt but he's still going to be bleeding out okay because he needs to go down to three wounds or less to stop from bleeding out. And he's at five right now. And a perfect roll would only like restore one. Okay. So. okay. so I would just have to walk him home. Or someone else. Yes. Someone else. It's your call. It's your guns. Yes. So you... you it's pre- like a metal, mental <laughs> dilemma. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yes, I, it's I just no fair. Go home. And I just roll my guns. Okay, I'll walk him home. So you pick Francois up. Yeah. And you, like, like carry him uh, yeah. out of the dungeon. Meanwhile, Hellebore turns to you, Cindy, and says, We must press on. The guns are nearby. I can feel it. The fire is speaking to me. And as she says this, there is another rumbling from up ahead. And suddenly, through the roof, uh, like, parts of the roof cave in and these water pipes uh like burst out through them but before the water even manages to hit the ground it crackulates into this black perfect like icicles hanging from the ceiling and hellebore looks up like that's not good we need to get moving now and we do we fucking run like hell all right so we see cindy hellebore and the fire cultists um like, keep going deeper in as uh, Francois and Fluffy Betty head out. And I think we're going to stay with Francois and Fluffy Betty. So, Betty, mm-hmm. you uh, emerge out. Like, where in Umu are you when you, when you emerge out from, from the catacombs? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, I'm going to say, like, at a relative distance to the slop house. 
close or far? No, close. Close, yeah. Relatively close distance. Yes, <laughs> a relative distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do geography, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, so, so is it so close that you see the slop house from yeah. where? Yeah. Uh, so you emerge out from a part of the, like, from a ruined part of the hospital that isn't being used from the hard hold. And as you emerge out, you see something that you have not seen in your whole life. The river is frozen over. Yeah, that gets me shocked. And you, you're carrying the bloody body. Like <laughs> yes, like, this is too much. But then I still have to go. Uh, yeah, what do, you, like, what do you do? I'll have to find help, right? Yes, I have to find help. Like I was going to say, like I cannot, a- no. I, I as the GM cannot answer that question. I will find help, but I don't know where or I don't know how, so I have to figure it out. Okay. But quickly. So where, so where do you go? So the thing is, I can't walk as fast with him there, right? No. So I have to bring him to the slope house and on a bed and then, I don't know, pillows or something. I don't know these sure. things. Sure. Yes, yeah. like make him at least comfortable. And then I will find the other one person I might help which is bright spider right i guess so i guess so too so and i still have this favor so you know so you leave you leave uh francois in the slop house yes do you and i find rolf ball yes thank you rolf ball i could not go oh my god what what has happened to him yes it's a long story you just have to watch him and make sure he doesn't fall asleep because that's right. what i know all right well i'll get him some i'll get him some uh, uh some of the the some of the pig milk. <laughs> no, keep them up. Very good. <laughs> get, get me bandages. <laughs> Listen, boss, you're already bandaged plenty. You're bleeding through all of them. You need more liquid. You're losing liquid. You need more liquid. Here, drink this. <laughs> That's not gonna help. Hopeful <laughs> is not a medical professional. None, so none of mine. All right. Okay, I- so I'm running. Yeah. After I did the stairs. You hate the stairs. <laughs> I hate the stairs. I don't know why his bath is upstairs. Okay, and then I have to find Bright Spider. Yeah. Yeah, so I run there because I can run. Okay, so uh, the ritual is complete, Bright Spider. And just as you are about to head out, the doors open before you and a like sweaty, I guess like kind of panicked, you've, you've, yes! you've booked it here. And I look like shit because I've got a broken wrist and like a really burned face and... I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm imagining these massive double doors to like this this heating plant cathedral, and they're just kicked open like a playhouse door by Bobby <laughs> Bennett Jr. Yeah. They fly open to the point where like all the all everything the f- stops. All the frost fallers are like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> so I need help, and I need it now. As w- would you be so kind as to specify uh, where, what, how, and? Uh, Please, please, please hurry. Okay, there's not enough time for all of this. So we have to go to the slop house and um, we have to help Francois because he's in pain and something else, but I can't really explain how. And um, yes, so if you'll be so kind as to, you know, follow me. What what do you need me to do? I need to know know. what I'm bringing. I don't know. Is he in trouble? Do you need guns? Do you need, I don't know, another pig? What kind of assistance are you asking for? Well, I have guns, so I don't need those. Thank you. Um, I would like some healing, if you have that, like the option or something. I don't know. I know very little he, at this moment. Is he injured? Yes. Until like. I'll need. I'll need one minute to gather what I need. One minute. I'm counting. I imagine Fluffy Betty's l- counting out loud yes. <laughs> on her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just to show how far I am. Um, yes, and uh, Bright Spider. 
I'm going to summon a uh, two individuals in this case. Uh, I'm going to summon Jackal, and I'm going to summon... Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> Uh, if you would be so kind as to accompany me, I do believe I could require a bit of additional hands, should Ma'am. the option arise. Absolutely, sheep. Hey, what's going on? Where are we going? We're going to the slop house. I have um, something to settle there, and I do... Does this have something to do with the crazy lady counting in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> it has everything to do with crazy lady counting on the hallway. All right, but what are we waiting for? Let's go. 45! <laughs> so, um... I take off after Fluffy Betty Jr. with a small entourage, including these two individuals. And, of course, uh, my hulking behemoth of a frost boy. Um, oh my god, he's following you? He, he's following because I don't know what happens if I leave him alone. That's fair. Uh, Fluffy I Betty, have... as you are running out, you suddenly hear loud thumping behind you. <laughs> yes, and but there I'm... is a five meter frost behemoth yes. following you. Yes, I'm trying very hard not to think about that. <laughs> I'm very one mind focused at this point. You know? Pretend you're on stairs. Pretend yes. you're on stairs. Yes. <laughs> That's how focused I am. Yeah. No. Yes. The, the the gray boys are nowhere to find be found at this point. No, they're they're hiding out. Okay, so we um I guess we cut to the slop house then. Uh whereupon uh, Bright Spider comes uh I come rushing to this this bedside. Are you still awake? Uh Francois? you, you how are you doing, Francois? You've gotten a lot of pig milk. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was almost unconscious and sort of drunk. This was a bad idea, but I'm sorry. This turned out real bad. Save the energy, was, please. Um, his like his bed sorry. is soaked through with blood mm-hmm. and milk and milk. I look at him and I look at Fluffy Betty and says, I have two options that I can potentially use to save our uh, mutual acquaintance. Uh, one is doubtful if it's going to work, and you're definitely not going to like the second, but it might function. Okay, like, can you explain the choices or am I just going to pick at random? All right. Uh, either I start, uh, you know, trying to treat very deep... Uh, I think I can see his spine. Okay, I, I, I digress. Uh, either I start treating him with what I have, but I will warn you, even though I do believe uh, Jackal knows a little bit of the anatomy, I'm not sure we can save him. Or That's I, a kidney. Uh, she speaks for herself in these matters. Uh, or I can potentially bring this con- conclusion, but reverse it. What? Long story short, uh, hey, the boss talks a lot. If he kills him, he can bring him back. <clears throat> and I have to make this decision. That's too much pressure. Ask the dude himself. Uh, um, Francois, can you hear me? Yeah, what do you want? I beg your pardon. What do you want? Um, well, uh, presumably to save you in any manner. But um, I can either and. I can either try to treat you as you are, which is a risky proposition and might yield nothing, or I can bring this... I can potentially kill you and prevent you from dying. I know it sounds like a bit of an oxymoron, but you've missed a lot. Uh, 
okay, Spidey, uh, do, do what you have to do. And Bright Spider from from his side. I imagine I imagine I withdraw a very, very decorative knife. Mm-hmm. It isn't as much as a combat knife or any a weapon, but it is it is very much a ceremonial piece. No, God knows where I got it. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, uh, I am going to lean over Francois, look over to Fluffy Betty Jr. And with, uh, you might want to look away for this. Yes, but I'm not going down. And I cut his throat. No. When you inflict harm on another PC, increase your... E- it, no, it's uh, Francois. You have been harmed by uh, Bright Spider, and your hex increases. As you cut his throat, we see the life fade from Francois. And then, Francois, would you like to return with plus one weird? Uh, I would. So, as you, you cut his throat... We see him breathe his last, and then suddenly, from his wounds, crystalline frost starts flowing out and into them, and creating, like, frosty scar tissue. Like, his skin becomes ice in these parts, and through the ice of his chest, you can see his heart start beating once more. And now it's like his chest has parts of glass uh, in through it, and we the final scene of the episode. You you want to yeah? Um, I just want Bright Spider to lean over him, put a hand on his shoulder with a beating heart, and say, "Welcome back, you're one of us." And then the last scene, the camera focuses on Francois's eyes as he opens them. But they are now, both eyeball and pupil, all a clear, icy, light blue. Francois has died. Francois lives once more. And that is the end of the session. What the fuck? (laughs) Well, there we go, guys. We have had our first PC death on the (laughs) Does this technically count as a party kill? <laughs> I mean, kinda. Whoa. Okay, I'm I'm having a lot of emotions. Uh, we're gonna talk after the episode, but we have some end of episode or end of session stuff to get through. Um, first of all, has anyone leveled up? Anyone no. have has anyone maxed out their experience points? No. Has anyone reached four or higher in hex with anyone else? No. I have. All right, then reset it back to one and mark an experience point. Oh. How, how do you know if you're hexed up? Uh, well, like I've said, uh, you know, um, when, um, when, you healed, uh, when you healed Betty, mm. you got a plus one on the hex with Betty. Yeah. Um, so, um, so is any of your hex four or greater right now? Uh, only with bright spider it's a four yeah then then set it back to plus one and mark an experience point 
So my 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 hex was uh, plus four with two people. Yeah. So do I get two experience? Yeah, points? Yeah, you get two experience okay. points. That means I level up. Oh, sweet. Do you have an idea of which level up you want to take, or do you want to decide that between sessions? I think I'm gonna decide between sessions. All right. Uh, and then let's go around and see who knows who better after these three episodes. So, Francois, who would you say who, if any, know Francois better after these episodes? Like who I know better? Or no, or who, who knows? Who do you think knows Francois better? Oh, um, yeah, maybe a bright spider. We did share a very intimate moment in your death, and <laughs> I do now know what your kidneys look like. So, <laughs> uh, bright spider, increase that your liver is not looking good. So. <laughs> increase your hex by one, and that's uh, all right. Uh, Cindy, mm. who do you think knows Cindy better after this episode? Uh, that's hard to say. I think that both Francois and Fluffy Betty knows you better because they now yeah. know you are fully willing to grab them and stab them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I also care about them. Yeah, but like, like knows better slash has learned something new about, you know, gotten more insight into. I think it'd be Francois. Not, not Betty? No, because I... Like, me and Betty know each other from like way before, and we've like so, so had the, the gra- did not see the cutting coming though. But then, yes. yeah, then if you didn't if you didn't see it coming, then I think that warrants you a a increased hex. So, not so everyone is uh, waiting for the old grab and stab. <laughs> <laughs> Do I put it down as well? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, it's when other people say. Yeah. Um, uh, Bright spider, who knows you better? Uh, I'd say both Fluffy Betty Jr. and Francois knows Bright Spider better because they are now fully aware that he has some something more than like Walmart brand prayers. To yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you two both increase your hex with Bright Spider by one. And last but not least, Cindy. Who do you think knows Cindy better? I think everyone. Everyone? Fluffy yeah. Betty Jr. Yes. Oh, Fluffy yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Names. <laughs> Fluffy Betty Jr. Uh, so everyone increase your hex with Fluffy by one. Oh, then I'm back at one. Likewise. But you, were, were you at zero? Because you set it down to plus one. So if you increase it again after that, you should be at plus two. No, I originally had plus two with Betty and then I got another one... Session or something? Oh, oh! So you got it up to four now. So you yeah. Res- yeah. Okay, and then you get another experience point. Oh. And I think that's it. So uh, I want to thank you all so much for listening, uh, and we will catch back up with this scrappy crew. Will Francois be a weird ice monster? Will Cindy find the guns? Will Bright mm-hmm. Spider be even more terrifying? And will Fluffy Betty? figure out how to walk on (laughs) stairs all that and more in the next episode of dicey performance apocalypse world until then i have been your game master jakob savstein and with me i've had jens kaprelsson verona krit alexander stern and jalla de fries thank you so much for listening goodbye you've been listening to dicey performance which is a part of the umeo theater company and umeo folkuniversitetet This episode is edited by Jakob Sävsten.
engineered by Lynn Olson, managed by Joanna Velosa, art is by Vincent Ekvall, and PR is by Alex Rader. And the project manager is Jakob Saustin. You can follow us on Instagram at Dicey Performance, on Twitter at Dicey Perform, and to follow us on YouTube, simply follow that link in the description. Thank you so much for listening.